Hi, my name is Nick Tibusek, and you are about to bring your strength and skills, and through that, your body to a complete new level with this podcast. In this podcast, you're not only learning about what's needed to train successfully, but also how to stay healthy and in shape long term. As a calisthenics athlete and coach, I train some of the best athletes in the world, and I will show you what details really matter and how to use the three cornerstones of planning, technique and mindset to build yourself into the best version of yourself. This podcast is a combination of science, practical experience and personal stories, which used in the right way will change your whole life. If you want more performance, look great, have more skills and mental power, for your training, you're exactly right here. Because here you will learn how to make that happen. Welcome to the Strength and Skills Podcast. Let's walk the walk. Just just a good, 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 good headline. Yeah, catchy, catchy title. A catchy. We need some bait. Bait. Quick bait, <laughs> yes. <laughs> are we doing that? We are. <laughs> Uh, let's see we got to take it somewhere but um as you as you just said it's crazy how your brothers um really really like progress within like what did you say like four sessions yeah yeah so nick and me were talking about it like nick is back in a commercial gym right now and he is experiencing new things um things that he hasn't experienced before in that gym um and it it has to do with the fact that a lot of people actually um don't have a clue what they're doing with their own training so i mentioned my own brother who is like doing his fourth or fifth training session the other day and the dude just deadlifted 120 squatted 90 kilos and is bench pressing for 50 54 reps which is like already quite a lot and probably more than what most of the people are doing there in the gym yeah which is really interesting you know um i don't know what do you think it has to do with the fact that people don't know what they what you're doing in the gym well i think um one of the things that people are uh doing is um they're not giving themselves in enough time to improve on things just uh this progressing thing people don't get it that um if you want to be good at something you just have to do it pretty much uh, pr pretty often and I, that that's one of the most important things um when it comes to that because especially in the beginning as a beginner you um you just keep it coming the same shit every fucking day and um that's something everybody thinks yeah uh i need to shock the muscle and all that stuff um to to improve the, the interesting thing that comes up with that as well is this doesn't change when you're experienced and that's something i see also a lot with other people um you you, you do exactly the same thing when you're experienced. I mean, I, I do the same thing over and over and over again, like for months now. My training looks the same. And I'm, I'm, I'm always posting that into my story, like same shit, different shirt, because it's like that. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I know it's the same for you. The only thing that changes might be a rep range or something, but yeah. you're doing exactly the same exercises. And the, the interesting part of that is, People are changing that 
up too often. And this happens to the beginner and it happens to the experienced lifter as well. Yeah, I would say it doesn't happen way too often for the experienced one, because um, I, I would say like what separates a beginner from an experienced lifter is actually this ability to adhere to something, you know, to stick to something over a prolonged period of time and to make that plan work out in reality. Uh, because if you do that for enough time, you're definitely going to transition over from that beginner phase over into more experienced um, numbers. Um, what I think happens sometimes is you have these genetic freaks um, with whom like literally everything works and who are going to get really strong in a short period of time. And they're very often doing random things. And people think that because they're doing that, that's how training should work, you know. And not everyone is the same. Not everyone is going to be this genetic freak that responds to everything that's a high responder. And people, you know, confuse these things. And then, then like, if they try and implement it, implement it um, they question the process. And they're like, okay, why is this not working as I thought it would be? Um, so literally, like, sticking to a training program and carrying that out. And we're not talking about a few weeks. We're talking about months, um, sometimes even years, you know, if something is, like, in your specific focus um it's really hard you know like not a lot of people have the ability to do it it has to be learned and that's why you don't have too many people out there who are pushing serious numbers you know especially in commercial gym settings 100 like what i see in a commercial gym like people walk into the gym the first time and they're shown around the gym you know they're shown the equipment and so on and then then they get a training plan and the training plan is cookie cutter training program which is literally the same for everyone and more often than not it's very like isolation focused you know like i see people like first time in a gym they're doing specific adductor work or calf work or bicep or tricep work and i'm like okay you probably don't need that you know no so if people were like introduced straight away to a proper approach which i'm right now doing with my brother you know like really big compound lifts done at a higher intensity and also like showing the person that they're able to lift a lot more than what they think they are. Yeah. Like just changing that mindset because everyone has this preconceived notion of what is possible, what is doable, what's heavy and what's not. Like 100 yeah. kilo for a normal person is going to be like, oh, my God, that's already a lot, you know? Yeah. But then like I showed my brother some some lifts from other lifters, you know, some female lifters as well, my own lifts and so on. And I'm like, dude, like 100 kilos. Uh, considering your age and your height and like what you weigh, it should be easy work for you. And yeah. boom, in like three, four sessions, the dude is doing 120. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's uh, a lot of that has to do with with our notions and what we are presented with and our own bubble that we're in. You know, because like once you get out of that bubble and try and go into another one, 120 kilo deadlift is not going to seem as a lot anymore. Is this is 100 percent. This is so crazy. I mean, I've been um, on a on a seminar like years ago, and um, the guy who was doing the seminar, he was the, it was a deadlift seminar to just to learn the deadlift in a better way, and he was like, okay, this is the way how you do it, and then he said, yeah, now put some weight on it, and everybody was like, a lot of people were starting off with maybe like fifty or seventy kg and stuff like that, and he was looking at all the people and was like, guys. 100 kg and that that's the weight for for a housewife and i was like wow that's offensive but he was exactly right because there was a housewife right next to me and she lifted on that given day it was her first time in her life 
doing deadlifts, she lifted like 130 kg. And I was like, wow, if she's doing that, how can I think this is heavy? And you know, what, what, what happened there was it shifted how the way I think about it. And that's the, the most important part here um, that I also saw with so many people. When you shift that, that uh, people think, hey, I can do it. And most people can actually do it because especially in the beginning, most of this stuff, your body is already capable of doing it. Yeah. This is the crazy stuff. I learned that at the army when they told us, just go through it. And we were like, but I'm dying. Oh, so hard. Do one more push-up. One more. Go harder. Go, go. Yeah, keep on running and stuff like that. And you think you die, but your body is actually still able to, 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 to do this stuff. And the only thing that has to be shaped and sharpened at that point is your mind to go through that because when when we look into that where we where we grow up we are most of us are growing up in a in a western civilization and um we don't have any hardship here we don't know how to grind for real you know because we never had to and this is good that we never had to but when you look into the um, abilities that your body already has then it sometimes it's a little bit sad how how less of that people think they can do it's crazy yeah yeah and please go on you're i mean you're literally wasting your time in the gym by you know like setting these standards that you want to achieve first before you go into something more difficult you know and that could be either like before i don't know touching a barbell and doing a barbell squat you think that you should be mastering the goblet squat or you know i mean sure a bodyweight squat and the goblet squat is going to give a base understanding of something, but you don't need to like do 50% of your body weight in goblet squats before you go and touch the barbell. Oh, you know? that's, that's like, don't do that. And like, even when you go to the barbell and uh, try and increase there, certainly like in the initial phase, you're going to need some exposure with lower loads to kind of adjust the technique and to see how's the pattern and so on. But like, don't waste your time trying to achieve these like arbitrary numbers and goals that someone has said said from the outside that you need to achieve before your progress like i see a lot of people are trying to do like three sets of 10 with 40 kilos and you want to do that before you go to 42.5 you know and then you do three sets of 10 with 42.5 and then you do 45 or so on and like no that's not needed like if you do a set of 10 with the 40 and you see that okay this was this was really easy like sub six rpe yeah why not go and increase you know because like and technique practice is honestly not an argument because your technique is going to change as the weight changes you know it's so much because like the 20 kilo the 20 yeah the set with the 20 kilos is not going to be the same as a set with 60 kilos for example it's already your, your positioning is going to change so like spending uh too much time and like lower intensity ranges for the sake of practicing technique doesn't really make too much sense Absolutely. And yeah. the very uh, interesting part in there is also um, your technique will change all the time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look look at, at, at your squats when you started like four years ago, how different the technique was. And it was a good technique already. 
it was a good technique and it changed when you when you had a 100 kg squat when you had a 120 kg 140 160 180 now you're doing more than 200 and it, the, the technique always changes up a little bit and everybody's like yeah but your 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 technique should look this exactly the same but actually when you are into it a little bit you will understand that lifts will look different when yep. the weight increases because the center of mass will be different and that's super important to understand when it comes to that stuff <laughs> yeah absolutely and it's like you know the big picture uh, when you look at the lift is almost the same you know when it comes to like the bar placement how you move the hip how you move the knee and so on so on mm. like little little tweaks always happen over time and I sometimes feel like every every session that I do, like the motion feels a bit different because I'm, yeah. you know, not necessarily trying to experiment with things, but like my body is different on every day. It's yeah. not the same, you know, like maybe one day I'm going to have a bit more tightness in my adductors. And because of that, I'm going to have to move more through the knee than the hip, but I'm going to yeah. adjust for that. And I'm going to do the squats like that because I don't want to overload a certain body part, you know, yeah. like the other day, everything is going to sit and the squat is going to feel perfect and so on. So like technique not only changes like from day to day, it also changes from set to set. Um, so don't spend too much time um, in those lower intensity ranges. Don't waste your time doing that, but like go higher up and have some intensity in there because that's the way you're going to elicit change. No, no other way. You know? 100%. Um, exactly. So to kind of come back to, to the thing we talked about also like changing stuff way too often, like I was also having thoughts on that with my own uh, clients uh, that I do PT with. And I'm like, you know, quite often you see that the trainers are giving out advice, you know, every training session, you want to spice it up and have something new with your clients to, you know, keep the fun rolling and to have the clients stick to stick with you and stay with you. And I was thinking about it, like, sure, like fun is a big aspect of this, especially yeah. when, if you want to have someone adhere to the process and, Stick, stick to it for, for the long term because that's ultimately the goal with it. You know, like especially with the general population, you want to have someone strength trained together with, with cardio at the side. Uh, but the issue with that is like, is that compatible with the client's goal? You know, is me changing the program every time actually going to bring the client to their goal? And probably not, you know, like I, I don't see fun being a stronger argument than the client achieving their goal in the process. And like what I do with people is I tell them, you know, like we're going to do this now. We're going to probably stick to it for the next four or six weeks. Um, it might get boring in the meantime, but those are the most effective training plans. Essentially, you know, the boring ones are the most effective ones. And trust me, like if we stick to this, you're definitely going to be closer to your goal than if we were to change up things every every time and do random stuff because of fun. Yeah. And Every time I explained that to the person and I told them the reasoning why we're doing this, uh, they were like, yeah, it's totally fine. I understand that. I trust you. I just want to do this and achieve my goal, you know? Yeah. And like, if you are doing the same thing every time with someone, because you're following a, a certain training plan, that doesn't mean that you're not creative or a bad coach or that you don't care about the person and you're not, you know, caring about the program. No, it's actually the opposite, you know? Yeah. Like I, I was having these thoughts like, does it show that I'm lazy if I'm doing the same thing every time? Yeah. You know? Am I lazy for that? I'm like, no, it's, it's not. Like I, I'm putting the, the client's goal in the first place and then everything else is building up on that. 
it's super interesting. As um, I just I just uh had a had one guy who um is I really like that guy because he's a little bit crazy. He wants to go to Nepal and having a big big uh, mountain hike tour and stuff like that. And he also has some goals on on the strength side. And um, uh, we are doing the strength side stuff and also preparing him for that hike. So you see, we need a lot of unilateral stuff because uh, he needs to be able to stabilize, uh, especially the knees and stuff like that. When, because when you're hiking for for weeks, you know, your body should be prepared for that because yeah, you're yeah. going very, very high. I mean, that's Nepal, you know. It's going to be like 6,000 meters high, uh, uh, high mountains and stuff like that, you know. So yeah. his body should be prepared for that. And um, I had a very, very interesting uh, way of um, writing his block for that. And then I didn't change anything for the next block. Nothing. Like nothing. And I had exactly the same thing for uh, a feeling like, should I change something? Will yeah. you think I'm lazy and stuff like that? But the thing with that is I spent hours before um, thinking about what does he need? And the first block of that phase was like, um, I think it was like five weeks or something. And to, to think of it, so you did every training day like five times. That's nothing. That's actually nothing. You did it five times. So now we're going to do it again. And after 10 times, it's a little bit more than that. So the, the, the thing with that is, especially as a coach, you always think of, will that guy judge me? Exactly. The, the most important part to understand as a coach is the guy will judge you on the results that you give to that person and not on anything else. This is the most important part. Of course, we want to have some fun in training. Of course we do. I like to have some fun in training. But you know what? The most important part of, of, of fun in my training is not about the training program itself. It's about the environment that I have. Do I have the right people around me that I make some jokes in, in the rest times and stuff like that? This is what makes it fun. You know? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. This, this is, you know, because I thought about it. How do I feel in training? What, what makes it fun to me? And it's yeah. not the training program. It's more like, am I there with the right person? And the most people... Um, you know, I, I, I never train with people who are doing exactly the same stuff like me because everybody's like, oh, yeah, but uh, I like to train with my friends and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, but I do have my goals. I keep it coming um, with with the, the way with my program and I still can spend time with my friends. They are doing their program, you know, reaching their goals. And in the rest, in the rest times, in between the sets, so when I do my back squats and he's doing his handstand pushups, you know, in the rest times, we ch ch keep chatting, you know, we have a good time, we make jokes and all that stuff. And we can still be at that point where the uh, one is supporting the other, like, come on, go harder. Yeah, you can do it and stuff like that. You, you still have it, you know, you don't need to do the, exactly the same stuff to, to be like that. No, no. You just have to be in the same room and that's it. And everybody can still keep on going with the with their program, which is exactly designed to to, to my personal goals and what I need, you know. And yeah. I think this is also a very very important aspect to bring that in. You know, you don't need to change it uh, too much, um, and there's no need 
to to think of it's no fun it's always fun but that's designed by you because you have the right people around you and yeah. if if your style is hey i'm i'm the the lonely warrior on my path here i'm the wolf then then then, <laughs> then that's your style and it's also okay but you're probably going to tire out there sure i mean yeah Absolutely, you're gonna. You're always gonna have people who will prefer to work out alone. Um, for me, it like depends on the setting and who I'm surrounded with. You know, yeah. Like, if of course, if you're really like-minded people, you're gonna just have an extra push for sure. But like in the last year, I think, I mean, even more, I was training alone um, yeah, because sure. of the environment and so on. And like, I wasn't really able to have someone from the outside that's gonna push me that way. You know. So you have to find other ways to make training, quote unquote, more fun, you know? So for me, it was always like all about, you know, just having that goal in mind that I want to achieve and being aware that every motion that I do is leading me towards that. Yeah. Like the stuff that I have in the program is in there for a reason. And let me try and make the most out of it, the most out of every set and the most out of every rep, you know, really try and be conscious about what you're doing and not just go through the motion yeah and like every set you're gonna kind of have to make it interesting for you uh, and what you can do there is like you know focus on a specific thing like if i'm doing a bulgarian split squat let me try and focus on that front leg as much as i can focus on shooting the knee forward focus on really feeling the quad and so on and like when you go into it with a lot more intent and focusing on the motion itself all of a sudden it's a lot more fun and interesting because you're not just going through the motion, you know, yeah. you're not just like following a certain list, which is a training plan, you know, yeah. and like, okay, I have to do this, this and that, and then I'm finished. Uh, you know, and that's not really the way to approach it. That's a really boring way to view at it, to view it, yeah. you know? So like try and try and read in between the lines. And you know, like what I mean by that is when you see a training plan, see the reasoning behind everything that's in it see the reasoning behind the exercise the reps the sets the tempo that you have the cues that your coach has given you and in that way you're just going to give more value to everything that you do and you're going to have just more fun doing it 100 i think the, the the very important responsibility of us coaches here is to really explain that to the given client you know when you have someone sure. there just explain them okay right. we are doing this exercise because i want to improve this you know and so everybody knows okay this is this is actually the task that i have you know like yeah. um i'm 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 having a guy who's who loves who loves doing archer push-ups he loves doing archer push-ups and i'm making them doing that on the rings and um it's it's because of two reasons one he loves the chest pump that he gets from that and the other one we have to improve his scapular stability and so he he's he's loving the pump while we are improving the scapular stability that's perfect and he knows why we are doing that so he's enjoying that even more so that that's some stuff that we always have to think of when it comes to that, uh, that these things you know explain it to the people maybe yeah. even try to to choose the exercise that the person actually likes you know but that doesn't mean you don't put in any exercise that he he uh, he, he doesn't like you know, I, I'm, I make him do some stuff he hates because he needs that. And I'm explaining that. I'm, I'm telling him, hey, you never trained legs. We got to train legs because I want you to grow old very strong. <laughs> you know, I, I want you to be able to, to walk when you're 60. 
yeah you know and and, and walking like easily yeah. stuff like that so he hates that he hates it and i'm making him still doing that because for me it's like i care and that's another thing sometimes we just have to make people do things they just don't like because it's better for them to do it that way and this is another part of the job that we have to to actually care and like really care you're the coach you want to make a person's life better that's the big goal that you actually have and that's so important to understand that it's not always about the short-time pleasure which is why everybody wants to switch up programs and um, exercises every time they see a client and stuff like that yeah. Your goal is to make someone better. You really, you really want to make that person reach the goals because this is why they are here. This is why they pay you. You know, they, they're not coming. Hey, make me some fun. If you, if I want some fun, I'm I'm going somewhere else. What the fuck? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, I've, I've literally made the same experience with um, exercises that people hate. And I guess the classic example is the Bulgarian split squad. Like I still haven't met anyone um, who likes them. <laughs> I think you are the only person I ever met who likes Bulgarian split squads. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I was like, I've had this experience with uh, people just finishing a set and telling me I hate this exercise and I hate you as well. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fine. But I just want to give you the reasoning why we're doing that, you know, like, uh, you have this goal of squatting 100 kilos and one of the pieces of the puzzle is actually introducing such a such a motion you know you have this unilateral motion which is going to tackle your body in a different way you go you're gonna you know probably fix some imbalances from side to side that you have you're going to gain more stability overall and so on and when you tell it to people when you say say like the reasoning uh, behind it you automatically see how their approach changes in the following set like yeah their intent is different you can see they're more focused the quality of the motion is so much better uh so as you said like quite often with uh us coaches we need to explain what's the reasoning for everything that we do yeah. Yeah. i think that's really good and for the clients out there like always ask your coach everything you know like be critical skeptical you know question things i think that's that's a really good thing really important because it also, you know, challenges the coach and really forces the coach to think about the process more. One hundred percent. And sure. uh, I think another very important part here is even if you're working with us, please, and we forget something to tell you, or you're not one hundred percent secure, just ask. Yeah. Because I know uh, lots of clients are also listening to this podcast, and um, this is so important sometimes you you maybe maybe forget something maybe forget a detail or you don't know if someone is maybe a little bit insecure about something and this is if you're listening right now and you think hey why am i doing that exercise we really hate it <laughs> just <Yeah>. ask <laughs> just ask even if you're not our client if you're not 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 our client then make sure you're gonna be our client but <laughs> <What's> your answer <laughs> um but then ask your coach you know it's it's yeah. always good to 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 know why you're doing that stuff um I, i'm doing the same things you know when i have that in there i mean 
I, for us, I think it's a lot more easy because we look into the program and we already know, okay, that's 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 in there because of that reason. Because of that, yeah, yeah. We, we do understand that, but uh, if you don't know, that's completely okay. I mean, we we know that because it's our expertise, you know. Uh, for you, you you don't need to. But um, the very important thing here is it will make you more motivated, yeah. and it, it will make you value that even more, even if you hate it. You will still value that. I hate my single leg uh, Romanian deadlifts. I hate it, but I know it helps me so much with my hip stability. And I know I'm going to do it for even more months because I'm shit at it. Yeah. <laughs> I, same here. I have those exercises. I hate the leg press. I hate the face pull. It's very boring. Yeah. If you got to do what you got to do, you know? It's, it, it's keeping you healthy. You, yeah. you gotta do this external rotation shit. I hate that, but I have to do it. Yeah, yeah. And this is, this is, this is the. I think um, the very important part here is really to to make people understand. Hey, you're doing this for a bigger thing, and it's it's exactly the same thing. Like you have a girlfriend, and you think of, oh, I want really want to marry her. Then you just don't play around with other girls. The short-time pleasure is not like the big-time pleasure, you know? Damn. <laughs> Damn. Nice. What a, what a reference. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it is. It's yeah, really I, and, and you can, yeah, yeah, you can definitely do it like that. Like, training is like a long-term relationship, you know? Yeah, that's it. Like, if you want to have something serious of it, from it, like, you can't really fuck around, if I can say it like that. Explicit. It's gonna be explicit. <laughs> we already have an explicit one. So no oh yeah, problem. okay. All right. I, I think I said fucking in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> you said it now, so it doesn't really matter. We don't care. <laughs> we don't care. Okay. This is real here. <laughs> this is super fun. All right. Okay. I think we, we really brought in some 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 very good stuff. Um if you have any any topics that we that you would love us to talk about, we would love to get some some informations about that. Just shoot us a message. Uh, you can do that on Instagram to the Strength and Skills Podcast, um, or just message us personally, like Rado underscore Bossage, and for me Nick underscore Tibu on the Instagram, or you just uh, shoot a, um, uh, an email to office at strengthandskills.de. And then we may take the topic and bring it on the podcast. I would love to have that because um, sometimes we're running out of topics and um, I would love to, to bring in the stuff that actually really matters to you. So uh, always feel free to, to give us a little bit of input in here. And um, um, there's another thing that I would love to have. Guys, if you like this podcast and you're listening to it on, on a platform like Spotify and stuff like that, I would I would love to get some more uh, reviews here. Please give us a five star um, review and uh, make sure to to uh, maybe send it out to the people that you think they can profit from this because we are doing this here to to help you guys. And um, if we get more reviews, we actually can reach more people because it's giving us the right algorithm, and uh, that's super important for us. So we are giving you a helping hand here. Please do do your uh, part to help us that would be so amazing i would be amazingly thankful for that and um i think these are my last words for today <laughs> do you have any more no really Just all right apply everything 
stick to stick to tra to training and should be good all right okay th guys thank you for your time thank you for your attention and um catch you on the next episode have a good one have a good pump and enjoy the summer <laughs>